Hello there, and welcome back to the SAS. Yep, that's the Sports and Spirituality Show, right here, sponsored by, in part, by the Fairfield County Sports Network. My name is Steve Rao, and I'm one of the co-hosts of SAS, the Sports and Spirituality Show, and I get to um, host this show with my friend, uh, who brings extra SAS and um, interesting perspectives, and uh, often wrong, and doesn't really know much about sports, but does know something <laughs> about spirituality. So we include her in the program. She is the air director of Young Life Lancaster. She is Kelsey Bolt. Welcome back to the Sports and Spirituality Show, kid. Thanks, Steve. Glad to be here. Was that a big enough intro? It was great. It was something. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great today. Uh, oh, it was great today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we moved from something to great. That makes me happy. We'll see what next week says. Yes, uh, we will. Um, today, we are going to have on the show Master Teague the Third. Yep, you heard that right. Master Teague the Third. Great. Uh, yes, yeah, so running back for the Ohio State University, a uh, deep man of faith. He's gone through a journey in the 2021 football season uh, that um, maybe not everybody <laughs> would have responded the same way. Well, actually, we'll talk about it in a minute, but um, uh, not everybody did respond the same way he did. And yet he is looking for an opportunity for God to get the glory in his life. I'm so impressed with the young man. And uh, we got a chance to catch up with him after the Michigan State victory, uh, walloping, I might say. Um, What a game. Oh, it was. Oh, it was so beautiful. What was the final score? you remember? 756. Yeah, that's right. We always start with the lead score first. Oh, my bad. We end with a small score. 56-7. You got it. Very good. Uh, 56-7, even in a loss. Uh, you try to start with a big number first. Uh, <clears throat> so, yes, uh, that was a tremendous football game. And, of course, we're um, this podcast um, is put together on a Friday and uh, dropped on a Friday right before the Team Up North, the game. Right. I'm super stoked about it. Are you? I am. You have any fear? Um, a teeny bit, but I always do. Right. I'm telling you. This every game or every Michigan game? Oh, no, game? no, no. Every Michigan game. That something happens inside my body um, that, like, you know, uh, you remember on your wedding day, you get you, those oh, nerves, yeah. those butterflies, yeah. right? Or you've got an interview, uh, and you get those nerves. Yes. But whatever that feeling is, a butterfly feeling, I get that. Every Ohio State-Michigan game. I don't get it for most games. I'm telling you, I am a different person on this game. Uh, it, it's incredible. Um, what are your plans for the game? I'm, I'm going to B-dubs with my son oh, and uh, a bunch of my cousins. It's something tradition that we have. Oh, that's uh, cute. If I don't have a press pass to go, uh, which I don't, uh, to Ann Arbor, um, I... Um, uh, I usually meet my, my cousins uh, there at Beatups. And, and you so, watch the whole game at Beatups? Oh, yeah. And there's tons of people. Right. And most of them Buckeye fans, a few people with uh, M's on their, on their uh, jerseys. Uh, that doesn't usually go real well for them, right. especially in the last 10 years. And uh, uh, it, I just love that atmosphere. There, It's loud. Uh, there's lots of energy. I do get to eat some wings, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, and uh, I get to hang with my friends, my son. Uh, all of those reasons are reasons to enjoy the game. I guess we could call this the Sports and Spirituality Show. We could. On the game from the Ohio State University. What do you say? I like it. Are you okay with that? I'm okay with it. All right. Um, so what are your plans to watch the game? Well, actually, today is my daughter Lucy's fourth birthday. How about that? Happy birthday to Lucy. Happy birthday, sweet Lucy. Yep. Um, so tomorrow is her birthday party. 
Yeah. Okay. Which we have done, I think, the past several years. And I don't like it. I I love my daughter. Yes. I would say I love Ohio State football. You would not yeah. say that about me. Yeah, I wouldn't. You're right. Um, I understand. Yeah. Um, we need to figure out a new tradition Amen, in sister. when and how to celebrate her birthday. Amen. So her birthday has been celebrated after the game, and that makes the game not enjoyable for me because right. I am doing party prepping. Y- yes. And I don't want to be doing party prepping. No. 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 Nope. 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 Sunday. Do it on Sunday. I don't like parties on Sunday. Oh, okay. Sunday, we do church, and this right. Sunday, my husband's volunteering at church, so he's there from okay. like 6 to 1, and right. then we have um, another event at church in the evening. I don't yeah. I don't like parties on okay. Sundays. Yeah, but smart move. And some people do. Uh-huh. Um, some of my relatives do, and that's great. I, I just don't prefer it. Um, okay. Fridays, for my in-laws, is chocolate-covered cherry-making day, so... It does not wow. work. It's a it's a quite the ordeal. Yes, my in laws are very well known for these incredible um, desserts. Uh huh. And then Thursday is Thanksgiving, so I am thinking we need to celebrate her birthday the weekend before. Ah, I like that. Will that confuse her? Well, she's four now. She probably wouldn't be as confused. Yeah, I don't. I I think she'd be fine with it. I think you know. And as she gets older, I think she will get more of a say. Uh huh. But. All that to be said, yeah. my plans for the game, I hope I will be done with party prepping. My guess is I won't be, <laughs> but we will be watching um, probably at home, yeah. packing stuff up to go to her, her party. Okay, so. It, it, so the party's not at your house? No, it is not at my house this year. Um, it is actually, we're renting out our church. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it'll be, I think, a little bit more spacious. Right. It's not a big party by any means. It's just our immediate families. But yeah. Our immediate families can get a little large when all together, so. Correct. Um, So we're going to go to uh, the church. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's good stuff. And I'm with you. I uh, People don't have weddings in this area. Right. On this day. And, quite and if frank- you do, peop- your guests are mad at you. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and not just on this game, all Saturdays yes. where Ohio State is playing. If you have a wedding on a Saturday when Ohio State is playing, you need to know either one, to have a TV there yep. for those fans, or that people will be watching the game on their phone. Yes. Yep. While all the ceremonies going on yes. or, or while the reception. Yes. I've been to receptions where people are like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yes. Ohio State must just score. Yes, um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I have had that experience many a times. It's it's a it's a situation where uh, people like my wife who aren't a sports fan. You know, you mm-hmm. aren't either, really. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. And so uh, they, they they don't get it. My wife said, "Steve, you never went to Ohio State. How can you be such a big Ohio State fan? You just don't understand. It's in your blood." My dad never went to college at all and was a big Ohio State fan, right? So he passes that down to his son. I'm passing that down to my son. Uh, we went to the Ohio State Purdue game together and had a great time. Um, and so, yeah, that's part of what happens in this region. It is. It and, really is. Um, this is absolutely true. My wife will say, um, "What time's the Ohio State football game today?" And I'll say noon or three thirty or you know eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just need to know when to go to the grocery store. And she goes to the grocery yes, during, during the game because yes. there's nobody there. It's so true. The streets are empty. <laughs> the stores are empty. It's true. And people are with their friends and family, uh, and uh, in front of a television somewhere or 
101,000 of us um, up at the uh, up at the show. Um, so uh, it, it's it's a real it's a real thing. It uh, is. You can like it or dislike it. It's just real. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, I don't know why this is uh, the case for me, but um, I I feel I feel different at this game than any other games that I attend or watch. Um, it's just crazy. Yeah, and it's interesting. They're playing at Michigan, right? They are. And Michigan is ranked sixth, and we're ranked second. Yeah, they're actually ranked fifth in the college football playoffs ranking. Okay, they're the first one out. So these factors make me nervous. Well, they they could make me nervous. <laughs> that could be a reason to be nervous. Because here's the thing: um, in the sports world, not in real life. Right. Um, and by the way, the one of the reasons I love sports is in my line of work as a minister or the care and outreach pastor at X Church, I often deal with very heavy things. Right. Uh, for instance, this week, somebody called me and said, um, "My," uh, they called me last week and said, my dad's dying. Mm. Is there any way you can come uh, visit him? Uh, he is uh, not going to make it much longer. He wants you to do his funeral. He wants to talk to you about uh, his funeral. And uh, I was absolutely honored and privileged to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the stuff that we're dealing with, right? Right. Uh, we've got uh, other challenges, people um, who are struggling with addiction. Somebody texted me yesterday, Happy Thanksgiving, and they're in rehab right now. And we celebrate that. Um, this weekend, I'll be going to prison uh, to speak to uh, 70, 80 prisoners uh, there. That's the kind of stuff that we sometimes uh, are dealing with. Uh, one of those uh, prisoners is somebody that uh, is related to somebody that I'm I'm close to, um, and so you're carrying these burdens, heavy right. burdens. Sports is an outlet um, from all of that. We can just kind of put all of that on pause, and and then and yet you still have some of those emotions, right? right. You're still rising with those. Uh, uh, the Bible says uh, we rejoice with those who rejoice. We mourn yeah. with those yeah. who mourn, right? Uh, you have those emotions, and in the span of a football game, it's all over the place, it right? It is. Yeah, it's uh, a roller coaster. Right? Yes, but so in, 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 the, in the span of life, it's not really that big of a deal. Right. In the span of football, Everything is riding on this game at noon. I Yeah, I know. Everything. Yep, I'm excited for if it. If we lose, we're out of everything. <sighs> we're not going to be in the college football playoffs. We're not going to the Big Ten Championship. We're going to end up in the Citrus Bowl on the 27th of December or something in Orlando, Florida. Um, nobody wants to go to the Citrus Bowl. We want to win the whole stinking thing. Yeah. And um, so I'm telling you. Everything is riding. And then my uh, Michigan fan friends, I have mm. a couple of those, and they will be rubbing it in my face uh, for the entire year. I saw the count the other day, 3,642 days um, since Michigan has beaten Ohio State. It's more days than that now because it was a few days ago that I saw the, this uh, tweet. So um, they've had to wait oh, – 3,600 days, Um, and if they win, my heart will be broken, my spirit will be crushed, not really, Um, I'll just be sad for a little bit, because everything is riding on this game, so if you weren't nervous before, maybe you're nervous now. Yeah. Are you? 
Not at the moment, but uh-huh. tomorrow when I'm watching at the noon. game, I will be. Yes. 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 Um, and this is one of the problems. I mentioned you know, go, uh, go to B-dubs. Yes. <laughs> uh, one of the problems is I'm going to get there early. You know why? To get a seat. No, well, one, and to eat. Oh, because you can't eat during the game. Yes, when you're oh. so nervous. Uh, I'm so locked into what's happening uh, that uh, uh, my uh, uh, my stomach uh, has uh, issues um, when these moments uh, happen. So, uh, yes, uh, the game, the Ohio State University against the team up north um, at high noon on Saturday uh, with everything on the line. I'm telling you, as a sports fan, as a real fan of Ohio State football, um, these are the moments you live for. These are the moments that make being a fan worth it because now everything is on the line and the outcome of this game will determine – uh, what happens next? Whether you have a great season or you have an okay season. <sighs> All right. So, but one of the reasons I'm not super nervous. Yeah. Number one, we have one of the best, if not the best, offense in the country. Okay. Michigan's defense is better than Michigan State's defense from okay. uh, you know from last week. Um, but we have so many weapons. We've got three receivers uh, in Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, and uh, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, um, who all three of these guys, super hard to stop. Our tight end, Jeremy Ruckert, excellent. Our running backs, Travion Henderson and Mayan Williams, outstanding. With our guest today, uh, Master Teague Third, um, a uh, Awesome running back for the Ohio State University. Our quarterback actually set a record last week with the number of completions in a row, 17 completions in a row. And so um, uh, our quarterback play is incredible. Our backup quarterback is Kyle McCord. He's really good. And so um, for those reasons, offensively, I feel like we are going to be able to score against the Wolverines. Defensively, we struggled at the beginning of the year. Um, we made some adjustments. Uh, players got better. We were very young on defense. Now uh, we are way more experienced and more confident. The One of the best running backs in the country uh, was Kenneth Walker for Michigan State last week. We held him to 25 yards. And so um, our defense has improved significantly. Pass defense. I still have a little concern over the middle. Um, we got to cover better there but um our defense is very good so because of that uh and then special teams our kicker our punter uh uh, they do a tremendous job so uh in the three phases of the game offense defense special teams i think we are superior to them now the caveat is always not always the best team wins, you know? The most talented team wins. It's, but I really feel like Ryan Day has this team so focused on the task at hand, understanding that everything is on the line. I think uh, he's going to have them prepared. Great. Those are the reasons why I'm confident about high noon tomorrow. Can't wait to see what happens. Yes, I can't wait either. Um, yes, I probably won't sleep real well tonight mm. uh, because of anticipation of uh, the joy that uh, I anticipate that I will feel 
tomorrow afternoon at about 4 o'clock uh, when we are going to the Big Ten championship game, probably taking on Wisconsin, uh, and then uh, in the college football playoffs. So, so I am super stoked about that. Great. I think Alabama's going to lose to Georgia in the SEC championship game. Excited about that. Could lose to Auburn. Hopefully they do. Um, they'll be out. And uh, then Cincinnati is in the top four. I know. That's exciting. It is. Of course, uh, Luke Fickle coaches Cincinnati. Uh, and he w- played for Ohio State, coached at Ohio State. Um, so he's a little bit of a uh, Ohio State prodigy guy. Um, so excited for them. Uh, actually, we got a guy in this area. Um, Woodside, Ray Woodside's son um, is Colin. Colin Woodside plays for the University of Cincinnati. So we got a local guy uh, in uh, on that team as well. Uh, super exciting stuff. So all of that happening uh, this weekend. Big weekend. It is. Something else uh, that you and I have discussed uh, in the athletic area Mm-hmm. has to do, uh, last episode, with your husband's jersey number. Yes. So yes, uh, do we have an answer? We do. Yes. I and asked. Why do we have an answer? Because I asked him. Yeah? Uh-huh. On, uh, on a... Uh, on a phone call with you Conference present. call, and I was present. Yes, you were. So, because I, I don't trust you. Right. Because right. you would make something up. Well, I... So I want to hear your perspective, and then I want to give you the true perspective <laughs> What happened? <laughs> this is not true. He's laughing because he he knows he's going to be lying to you all. No, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to give you my perspective of what happened. I came in today. I immediately had the realization I never asked Josh the question about his jersey number okay. from high school. Right. From our conversation last week. I call Josh in your presence. He's on speakerphone. And I ask him, what was your number in high school? And he says he paused a moment and said eight. No, he didn't pause a moment. He, he said, "What did you say my number oh, was?" Oh, yeah, that's true. You remember that's that? True. Yes. Because I thought I thought <laughs> he was throwing you under the bus a little bit, and he wanted to see if you could actually remember the number. Which is a legitimately fair question. Yeah. I could totally have forgotten it. Right, but you didn't. But I didn't. Kudos to you. Thank you. Yep. So he asked me what I said. I said eight. He said that was correct, and I said, "What does that number mean to you?" Or what is the significance of that number? And he proceeded to say nothing. He said nothing. Literally the word nothing yeah, is right. what he said. Yeah, right. Not he didn't. There wasn't silence. Right. Yeah. He he kind of said it like nothing. Yes. <laughs> and I laughed uh-huh. because that is exactly right. what I thought he would say. Which is what you said that he would say. Yes. And I said I thought it would mm-hmm. mean something more to him. Mm -hmm. And he did say that when he was in high school, it did mean something to him Mm -hmm. and that he liked the number eight. He didn't pick the number eight because when he got on varsity, uh, the varsity soccer team at Bloom Carroll High School, he was low man on the totem pole because he was an underclassman. So he was kind of given the number in a sense. Right. But he was excited to have the number eight because it was Kobe's number. Yeah, Kobe Bryant uh, played in the NBA. Yes. Uh, died a very uh, tragic death uh, mm-hmm. here um, not too awful long ago. 2020. Um, and um, uh, he had, of course, wore the number 23, but he also wore the number 8 as well. Yes. And so, Josh, that that uh, he he liked that about the number 8. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Yes. But so, 
All right, Steve. So how are you going to spin this in I'm your not, favor? I'm not spinning it in my favor. I think what <laughs> happened illustrated my point. No. Yes. No. Now, let's go back. Let's rewind the clock. Okay. Episode 14. When you think number 14, what do you think of? And I said, I think of Pete Rose. That's right. Right? Uh, played for the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, was third baseman. Not in the Hall of Fame yet, but probably going to go in post- uh, posthumously. And uh, all of that. Um, so... Um, there was a significant number, 14, connected to a significant athlete, Pete Rose. Sure. The all-time hit leader in baseball, the hit king. And your husband, when you ask, uh, what was your number? Eight. Okay. Uh, does that have any significance to you? No. Now, it did when I was in high school because it was Kobe Bryant's number, and I thought that was really cool that I had the same number of Kobe Bryant. Now, if you can't see the connection between what we talked about last <laughs> week and the number 14 and a significant connection I see the to connection. a sports figure, and so when you think 14, you think Pete Rose, your husband said, when I think 8, I think Kobe Bryant. No, he, he did in high school, and then he did today when you made the phone call. Only when we were pro- like prodding no, him. No, we wouldn't prod him. We were. No, you <laughs> You, you <said> were. <laughs> you asked him about the number, and he said, no, it doesn't mean anything to me. And then he said Kobe Bryant's name. I didn't say Kobe Bryant's name. You didn't say Kobe Bryant's name. He said it because it was a significant moment in his life when he reflects back on it. Yes. He said he had a tear coming out of his right eye when he, he reflected did not. on nope. Kobe Bryant's <laughs> tragic death. That's what you said. Oh, oh, I said that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it was not a, f- a FaceTime call. Okay, but last last week's conversation was about if those numbers still mean something to you, correct? Uh, and to which oh, I we... said that it means nothing to him now. Yeah. And I was correct. At the time, it did. Yeah. Yeah. Which I just, I love Josh. He's the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was painful for a minute. Yeah. Because it looked like maybe you won and I lost. And I don't like that. I like that. But it. Um, then he made my point. He made the point just that he connected rem- that number to uh, someone then, significant. at the time. Um, Kelsey? Yes, He Steve. did it today. But he was talking about high school. Um, is what? he in high school now? No. No, he's an adult now. He was saying his mindset from when he was in high school. And you know what? He still has that same mindset because, because he, he was brought thinking it up of, now. Exactly. I don't, I don't disagree with yeah. that point, but I think we would have to go back and re-listen to the specifics of last week's conversation. Uh-huh. Yeah, because yeah. I think it was about does his high school jersey number mean anything to him now? Right. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, and, and that's fair, and, and I think that is how the conversation went. Right. Except that it still now, today, meant enough that he said, well, here was the connecting point back in the day. Right. And he still remembers it. It wasn't like, sure. yeah, there was an NBA guy that had that same number. I can't remember his name. Uh, I don't know who he is. Um, you know, he wasn't really that significant, apparently. But I, I, I like that number because of that guy, whatever his name was. No, it was something significant. Lots of guys have worn the number 14 in baseball, right? Sure. So you could pick lots of different guys. But I picked Pete Rose because it was a significant person. Do you think all the guys who've worn number 14 since Pete Rose have recognized 
Not all of them. Pete's greatness. But many of them have. Fascinating. Yeah. And even to this day, they do. So I think, uh, if it's okay with you, we'll, we'll settle this debate by saying we were both right. I don't like that, <laughs> but... Okay, then we'll just settle that I was right. No. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, 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 you don't like that either? No. Uh, okay. You only want to be the one that's right. Correct. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to let you think that. Okay. But I think... That, that we were both right. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. Because you made the point that it really doesn't mean anything to him now. But then he followed it up with that story that I didn't solicit. You didn't solicit. He brought it up of his own volition. So okay. that means it still means something to him today to mm-hmm. make that connection. So that's that's where I feel like uh, maybe, maybe. Okay, I'm maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. So there's another thing that happens around this time of year. Yeah, there's lots of things happening this time of year. Lots of things. One of those rather significant, and yet um, uh, with uh, maybe a twist this year, and that is shopping. Yeah. Black Friday. Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do they call it Black Friday? I don't know. You don't? Do um, you? I do, but um, yeah, it, it, it's uh, maybe... Maybe before too awful long, we can find a different name for it. Okay, I would like uh, that. Yeah, because it doesn't have anything to do with race. Oh. Speaking of that, side note, I went to see last evening with my wife and middle daughter, the movie King Richard mm. is about um, uh, Richard Williams, who's the father of Venus and Serena, Serena Williams. Williams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a very good movie. Really enjoyed it. Of course, at the end, they show actual clips of them. Right. Um, and there were some neat connections between uh, Will Smith plays King Richard. Yes. Big fan of Will Smith. Um, but it was very, it was very good movie. Uh, very well done. If you like anything like that. I, I think Venus and Serena were exec producers on it. Uh, they might have been. Yeah. They might have been. I've heard about it. I yeah. want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you'll enjoy it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Black Friday is not anything about race. Um, what it is, is often companies would run in the red, meaning they would actually lose money throughout the year. But on this day, they, their sales would be so high that it would move them out of the black, uh, out of the red into the black. Oh. That's why it's called Black Friday. Interesting. Uh, Yeah. And, uh, and so, uh, but yeah, there might be. We might be at a time when uh, there... Yeah, <laughs> we should change the might, name. Might be another... Do you go out yeah. shopping on this day? No, 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 no. Same. Um, I don't have any desire to do that. Nope, me neither. Now, first of all, uh, my caveat is I believe that in the annals of shoppers, I'm probably one of the worst. <laughs> Um, if there was a competition, which they might have, uh, one of those reality shows where you find the world's worst shopper, um, I, they have like the, the best shopper, you know, you have a certain number of time to go get these things or whatever. Uh, I'm telling you, I want to be on that show so I can actually do the worst that could ever be done mm. because, and I think I wouldn't try to be the worst. I would just be the worst. Right. Um, when you go to a store, do you ever look at the signs and see what aisle things are in? Yeah. Okay. I always do that because I don't know where anything is. Yeah. and I go to the same grocery stores and I still do that. Yeah. Good for you because I have to do it every time. 
I don't know where things are. And then I find them sometimes, and, you know, they say, guys, don't ever want to stop and ask for directions. I'm willing to because I know I don't know. And uh, point me in a direction. Sometimes I could be standing right beside it and don't see it. And then I get to the aisle. I've used this example before. Uh, my wife says, hey, can you run the store and get some ketchup? And I'm telling you, I sense the, oh, my goodness. Yep, I'd be happy to do it uh, because I know it's going to take me 20 minutes. I got to go in the store. I got to go down, up and down the aisles until I find the sign that says ketchup. And then I, I finally get there and I stand there and there's all of these different uh, brands. Mm-hmm. And then I try to remember what brand we typically use because don't want to mess this up. And then I find that brand, and I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think it might be it. And then there's a bunch of sizes, right? right? And what size do we normally get? I don't want to mess this up either. Right. And then there's a sign underneath that that says two for seven or whatever. And I'm like, oh, am I supposed to buy two? Is that good? Is that is that on sale? Is that right? Right. What is happening? <laughs> and then I buy two and I bring them home. And then sometimes they're like, why'd you get that? Why'd you get two of them? Right. Um, I did the best I could. I spent 20 minutes of my life grabbing ketchup. And I'm just a terrible shopper. So um, they say sometimes guys are more hunters. They go in, get looking for what they want, get out of there. Women tend to be a little more shoppers. Like, hey, I wonder what I want. Um, very, very rarely do I ever do that. And even at Christmas, I am way, way, way ahead of where I normally am. I've got three more things to get my wife, and I'm done. Oh, wow. Stocking stuffers, gifts. Um, and uh, my daughter, uh, youngest daughter, uh, went with me. She needed to run to the store. I said, hey, let's go together. And um, then I'm like, hey, your mom gave us a list of some things she might want. And so, uh, any rate, we were, um, I started shopping. I was, I was really, really glad to be able to do it with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really glad to be kind of done with it. Right. And I'm like, hey, we want this. Where is that in this store? Like, I don't need to go around, oh, look at this. Oh, check that out. Yeah, no, thank out you. on that. Yep. And then you want to add the element of lots of people being there at the same time. No. And uh, give me that. Wait a minute. I want that. Hey, you're not going to take that, are you? Um, uh, no. And then no. stand in a long line. line to pay for this stuff. Yes. Um, with a bunch of other people and can't wait to get to the next store. And then the traffic. No, I yep. don't need any of that. I'm with you. Um, so I'm with you. Not a not a fan. Have of you the ever lines. done it? I don't think I've ever been the like late Thursday night, early Friday morning person. I do think I've gone out in the afternoons on Fridays to just kind of see what there is. Uh huh. Um, I think that year I bought wrapping like wrapping paper and gift bags. Yeah. Because I I knew I was going to use them, and there right. were sales, you right. know, on those things. Um. But no, I have never, I've never gone out for, yeah, yeah, for the big deals. What about regular shopping, uh, groceries, um, clothes? Okay, I kind uh, of enjoy grocery shopping, but I make a list ahead of time and I put my list in order of where they are in the store as best I can. Great work. And so I'm usually in and out. I do, if I am hungry... I do usually come home with one or two things that were not on my list, but yeah. I'm I pretty much stick to my list. Good for you. Yeah, they tell you never to go shopping hungry. when you're food, yes, food shopping. and it's yeah. such good advice. It is. But I, as far as um, 
looking at deals and sales, I'm very bad at remembering, is this the normal price for eggs? Is this too high for eggs? I don't know. Um, I just get the eggs that we normally get. (laughs) Um, I'm brand loyal with a few things, but I am not brand loyal with everything. So I often hit up Aldi first and then Kroger last. If I am running short on time, I just go to Kroger. I do enjoy grocery shopping, but I'm pretty systematic about it. Just shopping to shop, no. Maybe if I'm in a mood where I just want to get out and look at things and kind of have something mindless to do and walk around, sure. I I have done that, but I don't usually ever buy things when I'm in those moods. Again, I typically go out shopping when I need something. Lucy needed, you know, a black shirt for a specific event. So I'm going out to find her a black shirt. That's a hunter, not a shopper, yes, right? Yes, yes. So I do think I'm a little bit abnormal in, in that. I just... You're abnormal in a lot of ways. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Hey, I wanted to what? ask two quick questions. Okay, go ahead. One, brand loyal. What brands are you loyal to? Okay, I really like paper towels this is so random um not really no no, no. everybody's just way i think oh, okay on certain things it's the i think they're brawny with the guy in the flannel shirt yep i really like the paper towels because they uh come in you can rip them off into squares ah. so not just like half sheets but even the half sheets become half sheets so they're squares wow. i did not know that Yes. So I really love those paper towels. With little kids, I feel like I go through a lot of paper towels and I, you know, sometimes want a small thing, a right. small piece. Sometimes I need larger pieces. So Yeah. I'm not surprised that you're kind of square. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yes. What other brands? What other brands? I used to be pretty um, brand loyal with ketchup, but Aldi has totally changed my mind with, oh. the, with ketchup and mustard. And now I'm just by the Aldi brand, whatever that is. I got you. Yeah. My I'm wife trying. also big. She goes to Aldi first as yes. well and then picks up other stuff, other places. Right. Yep. Um, what else? My Cheerios has to be yeah. the real Cheerios. Yeah. The real ones. Yes. Yeah. I'm with you on that sister. Yeah. What about Honey Nut Cheerios? Are you a fan of those? Yes. Absolutely. Same. Pretty much all that I... Now that I... Okay, when I was pregnant, I really liked plain Cheerios. Okay. I don't know what, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I really craved bland things when I was pregnant. Oh, huh, interesting. And uh, the babies aren't supposed to have honey for the first year of their life. Oh, right. Or, you know, this is what I followed. Yep. Every parent can decide what they, is best for them. Correct. Um, but I bought plain Cheerios for our kids for okay. a long time. Yes. So, but yes, I much prefer the Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. Big, big fan. What What about uh, peanut butter? My wife is very, very uh, yeah. brand specific there. And I'm your a brand, Jif. Same. Yeah. My wife says I can tell the difference. Oh, yeah. Between Jif and everything yes. else. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. And, and uh, then you said uh, stores. You go to certain stores. Are, are you uh, store specific? Like, hey, I need a black shirt. This is the place I'm going to go. Uh, like, uh, I'm going to go to Target. I'm going to go to Meyer. I'm going to Walmart. Whatever. Uh, do you have a particular store, or does it depend on what you're buying? Okay. In Lancaster, I'm very thankful for the amount of stores we have, because I feel like it's just enough, but not too much. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm looking for something for the kids, I do, clothes-wise, clothes I do typically hit up Target and Old Navy first, and then sometimes TJ Maxx, if it's okay. not something specific. But... Uh, yeah, uh, 
where I lived in Indiana, when I say that we had one grocery store, I mean we had one grocery oh, store. Oh, wow. We had one Kroger. In Lancaster, we have a Meyer, We have two Kroger. We have Walmart. We have Giant, Giant Eagle. Eagle. Right. Uh, Aldi. Aldi, yep. yes. Um, we had one Kroger. Yeah. And I don't think there was a store in town that I would have bought clothes from in our town in right. Indiana, where yeah. we live, Batesville, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And it was great. It saved us a lot of money. Um, yeah. Yes. So I feel like Lancaster has enough, but it's not too much where I'm often wanting to go out and go shopping to specific stores. So I see. Yeah. I don't know that I feel super loyal to specific store, but those are the ones I hit up most probably. Very good. What about you? Uh, well, again, it, it really depends yeah. on what it is. Right. Um, I, uh, uh, I, I'm... I have a store that I appreciate for auto things. Oh. And that's Advanced Auto Parts. Great. I've had great success there. Uh, the people that I've worked with there are very helpful. Uh, one or two of them have been become friends or were friends. They had um, uh, another job. And uh, and so I went there recently, and they helped me um, diagnose a problem. I got the problem fixed, and uh, we're, we're good to go. Um, so um, I'm pretty specific there. Um, quite frankly, uh, I'm trying to find the cheapest deal. Uh, and I also like, uh, going, uh, local shopping. Um, I love Slater's, uh, yes. here in Lancaster, you know, it's a hardware store. Uh, they have a slogan. You should have come here first. And man, I've had that experience over and over and over again. So depending on what it is, I will go to a particular store, but I'm absolutely a hunter. I want to go in, find it, pay for it, get out. Yep. Um, and um, I can impulse buy, I suppose, on occasion, but I, I don't typically do uh, mm-hmm. much of that. So Black Friday, not a holiday for Steve or Kelsey. Nope. And um, I'm sure our budgets are thankful for that. Yes, they are. Yeah. Uh, and so um, God bless those who love that kind of yeah. thing. It is kind of their holiday for it them. It is. They get, the, they get their schedule lined out. Yeah. Uh, they adjust their sleep patterns Uh, they get their family together Uh, they know uh, which store we're going to be here longer than this Uh, uh, the the route to get there they may know a few secrets they've looked at all of the advertisements and found the things they want these particular places um man it's it's uh, i'm impressed by it yeah did you ever do any couponing i have tried I'm not good at it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'm going to introduce you to my wife. Okay. Is she yeah. good at yeah. it? No. Oh. She is great at it. Oh, good. Yes. Now, she's kind of falling off the wagon a little bit on yeah. the uh, on the couponing. Uh, but this is absolutely true, Kelsey. Um, my wife told me, see all these groceries? I got them all, and Meyer gave me money back. I said, how much did you spend? She goes, no, I didn't spend any money. They gave me money back. I said, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, what? This, How do I do that? This is absolutely true. Um, I, so, like, uh, she said, look, I need another shopper, so you, you, you need to go with me. And she had her coupon book, and she had it, like, uh, with uh, uh, plastic, <laughs> plastic sleeves. Yeah, sleeves. Uh, put the coupons in. Right. And she had it organized by by the, the building, the room, uh, the store, uh, and throw these in this cart throw these in this cart um i was a shopper she was a shopper and then uh, they doubled the value of the coupon so 
when they did that, and they would they would match if you had a coupon from a Kroger, Meyer would match it, um, and then double it. Fascinating. And, and I'm telling you, one day she had a cart full of stuff. I had a cart full of stuff, and they handed her like a dollar thirty-two or something. What? I'm not making this up. I saw it with my own eyes. They've since adjusted um, what they're what you're able to do, right? Because several people were doing it, right? Uh, some of her friends were doing it. They told her about it, and but we went to the store. Now you know there's certain things that you might not be able to get, right? Um, like we have a bunch of toothpaste, a bunch of soap, uh, you know, because she could get uh, with with the coupons and cost zero dollars. It was unbelievable. She's so good at it. Now they've changed the system, and I think it actually took a lot of the fun out of it. But she, mm-hmm. it was, it was a game for her, right? Mm-hmm. It was kind of her against the establishment or the corporation right, or whatever. Right. And, and I'm telling you, she won. She won big time. That's awesome. It is. Here's the thing with couponing, though. I don't want to buy. I want to use coupons for the things I need. I don't want more than I need. Uh huh. I don't want to store it. I right. don't. I don't. Yeah, I know, because you could give that away to people yes. who are in need, like there was and you wouldn't time... want to do that. Okay. You wouldn't want oh my to, gosh. Uh, you know, have uh, extra that you could bless somebody else with. I mean, mm. that'd be terrible. What are you thinking? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Don't give what stuff away. What is wrong with me? You take care of yourself and your family. Quit thinking about other people. But what I'm saying is sometimes couponing, and this is the trouble I got into at one point when I was doing it, was then I just had all this extra stuff. Right. And I should have thought ahead and given it away but sometimes we'd end up throwing things out because it would be expired correct yeah you don't want to do that so that's why uh places like foundation dinners yeah foundation shelters um uh, places like lutheran social services uh places like um community action which has the rutherford house those are great places uh to uh, give those extra things that you might have especially if they're getting close to to expiring right um so yeah there, there's there's places for those. That's yes, true. it will require you to store it maybe for a little bit or to transport it. Right. But, um, uh, yeah, it can be done that way. That's true. Yeah. So that's a little uh, trip down shopping lane uh, for us. <laughs> you know what? We should. Uh, we, we've talked about Master Teague joining yeah. us on the show. We should have him join us. We should. It was at the conclusion of the Michigan State 56-7 to victory. Uh, and Master Teague had a lot of wonderful things to say. And uh, so uh, let's hear from Master Teague the third on the Sports and Spirituality Show. How did you enjoy this victory over Michigan State? I mean, it was good, man. Uh, just blessing, you know. We were prepared. Uh, you know, we trust each other as a team. As, as each each individual, you know, uh, stepped up and did their their part. Uh, just grateful. Uh, you know, something to remember, sure, uh, for sure. And you got to, uh, a good bit of playing time. Uh, how did you feel about that? You know, good. You know, whatever I can do to help the team. Uh, you know, I was, it was great to get out here and. Um, do what I did uh, for for the last last my last home game, you know. Uh, like I said, just grateful, uh, blessed beyond measure. Yeah. Talk to me about the fans chanting Teague, Teague. Uh, were you able to channel some of that to extra energy to get in the end zone? For sure, man. You know, uh, Buckeye Nation is important. The support is, is amazing, and uh, they give us an extra boost of energy. You know, uh, you know, just to. The extra push and, and, you know, drive to be great. So, grateful for it. 
Um, yes. Thank you. you came into the season as one of the starting running backs and then maybe you had to relinquish a little bit to Travion Henderson and Mayon Williams. How did you manage all of that? Uh, you know, like anybody, you know, it's, it's a struggle to, to have that happen, you know, to, especially at the start. But, you know, uh, my faith is strong. You know, I trust in the Lord, and I know he's going to put me in a position wherever he wants me to be, I'll be there. I uh, just have to do my part, be the, do the best that I can. And uh, and I decide to be be Christ-like, you know, and, uh, you know, just be Christ-like as much as I can in the situation and just continue to, to work hard and, and get better. So, uh, How did you come to know Jesus as your Savior? Uh, you know, I, I was I was baptized when I was younger, and uh, my parents had a big influence on me growing up. But when I left the house, you know, my relationship with God just grew in, insurmountably. And when I decided on my own that I wanted to pursue, you know, Christ, and uh, it's just been like I said, it's been amazing. Um, you know, Christ is always there, there for me, and uh, you know, He overcame the world, so He's be- best representation for me how I can handle situations and and also have peace and, and joy through any circumstance, uh, good or bad. How are you able to use a platform as the starting running back for the Ohio State University to tell others about Jesus Christ? You know, any chance I get on my social media, you know, I, I, I glorify his name. You know, it's not about me. It's about him. You know, he's the one that he's, he's the greatest, greatest uh, ever. Uh, he did the greatest thing for us, um, served us in the way that he did on that cross and allowed us to have a, a chance for, for eternal life and, uh, you know, just freedom. Uh, so any chance that I get, you know, I, I glorify his name and uh, I love, you know, doing things in the community, you know, giving back and supporting and showing the love of God by, you know, giving back to them and being humble in that way. So that's always awesome, too. And I've been fortunate enough to do that my time here at Ohio State. I've followed you on Twitter. You do a tremendous job in standing up for Jesus Christ and the Word of God. Have you gotten any pushback from teammates or fans because of your stance for Jesus? Uh, I think maybe a couple times I've, I've seen some things. Uh, but my teammates respect me, you know, and uh, I respect them, you know. And uh, a lot of them, you know, sometimes they have questions. Some, some people that are not quite there, you know, they have questions. And I love to have conversations with them. Uh, you know, we have different worldviews on the team, different backgrounds. So that's another thing that, that the Lord uh, is fortunate to give me, that I'm able to interact with many kinds of, all kinds of people and, and still show the love of God and still support them and, you know, love them and us be on the same team and, you know, be there for a common goal. So it's been great, you know, and I've, I've helped a lot of teammates and, and hopefully, hopefully I've impacted some teammates and uh, just blessed to be, be a part of it, you know. What's the future hold for Master Teague after he's played his final home game uh, here at uh, the Shoe? Uh, the future, you know, um, you know, I have aspirations, I have prayers that I pray to the Lord. And uh, ultimately, I just want to do his will. You know, I just continue on this journey, uh, never give up, always stay consistent. And uh, I'm just looking forward to what the Lord has planned for me uh, going forward, you know. Got to ask you, what about that team up north next week? What do you think? That's a big game, big game. That's a big game, the biggest game of the year. We're prepared for him. We're prepared for them all year round. So uh, this is this is something that we're looking forward to. We're going to have a great week of preparation. It's going to be amazing. it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Congratulations on beating the Spartans. Best of luck against the team up north. Thank you for your stance for Jesus Christ. Keep up the great work. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. And that was Master Teague the Third on the Sports and Spirituality Show after the Michigan State victory, where he was actually the leading rusher. He had rushed for 95 yards in that game. I believe he had over 600 yards of total offense, uh, scoring 56 points. It was an incredible victory, uh, and I so appreciated his heart. Uh, what happened is I was waiting for him to come out of the locker room area, and I was... Uh, 
you know, when they don't have their jersey on and their number, they're sometimes a little harder to see. So I was looking for his picture uh, on, uh, you know, on, on my phone to try to find out, uh, you know, is that him or not. Then I saw a group of people who had Teague jerseys, and I heard one uh, girl, I think it's his sister, say, oh, there he is, there he is, there he is, Mom. And so there was a lady standing next to me. I said, excuse me, ma'am, are you Master Teague's mother? She said, yep, I sure am. I said, well, I so appreciate him, and, and we have the sports and spirituality show, so I'm going to uh, interview him if I could. And then so he sat his bag there, hugged his mom and uh, other family members, and I stood by his bag because uh, I thought, he'll come back for it, and then I'll be able to get the interview. And, and uh, somebody ended up picking up the bag and giving it to him. But, but I... Um, I uh, was able to, uh, uh, to to get the interview that way. So I knew after I talked to the mom and I'm by the bag, it, we were going to uh, be able to uh, to make that happen. Um, but he was so gracious and so open and so many things about that that I appreciate. First of all, he's a senior, so he got to be the leading rusher on his last day in the shoe. That's pretty cool stuff. That is cool. Yeah, he said several things that caught my attention. I yeah. really appreciate when he, um, he talked about how when – uh, he left his house, meaning moved out. Uh-huh. That's when his faith really grew and became his own. And I think that that's, I mean, I hope somewhat encouraging to parents, including yes. myself, that, um, and, and that's a little bit even true for me. Uh, when I left the house and was out on my own, I think oftentimes when we are put in real world situations, not even necessarily bad or scary ones, that is when we turn to our faith and we rely on our faith. Um, so that was interesting. I really love that he talked about how he can have peace and joy in all circumstances. I think that's just such a testament to strong faith and authentic faith. Um, yeah, I wanted to go back to uh, that first statement. Oh, okay. Um, you know, the Bible says um, that you know we, we all come to Christ on our own, right? Right. Uh, somebody, somebody said uh, God doesn't have any grandchildren. He only has children, right? So you don't come to faith just because your parents were followers of Jesus. And so I think it's probably natural, isn't it, uh, for people like Master Teague third and Kelsey um, uh, McSweeney, who's now Kelsey Bull, uh, <laughs> uh, leaving the house yeah. um, and making faith their own because we, we have to do that. Right. You don't just get it because uh, you're under the covering, or you know, you're with your friends that go to church. So I guess I, I guess that's what I am. No, you got to make it your own. So uh, I celebrate that. Um, talking about um, being able to have peace, uh, he's he had a real challenge. Uh, you know, of course, he talked about right. where uh, Travion Henderson, Mine Williams, getting more carries and kind of taking a back seat. He could have responded in lots of different ways, but chose to respond uh, with the heart of Christ. Yeah, and I think he even says any chance he gets to glorify God's name he takes, which yeah. is really commendable, especially when you are in hard situations and things don't go the way you probably want or plan for them to go. Correct. But that his goal is to glorify God the Father. And then in that, he like led into giving back and wanting to be a part of the community. I mean, he just said so many good things that just seemed so authentic and genuine. Um which is just really, really encouraging to hear from someone who is in the position he's in, right? Correct. Um, that reminds me of Philippians 2, uh, verse 5, where the Apostle Paul says, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Well, that's uh, <laughs> that's kind of a tall order, right? Uh, Steve doesn't always have the attitude that Christ Jesus has. Sometimes he has the attitude of Steve. Right. Um, and uh, so I need this reminder. And in that moment where these other running backs are getting the carries and they're talking about Travion Henderson, maybe he should be in the Heisman discussion and all of that. And let Master T go on. You, 
you know, I'm still here. Uh, I've been here for four or five years. Um, you know, don't forget about me. Instead of having that me attitude, he had the attitude of Christ. It says, though Christ was God, he didn't think of equality with God as something to be cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privilege. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. So Master Teague had to, had to give up uh, what maybe he wanted uh, to be the star of the show. Um, And he had to take a humble position uh, and say, I'm going to do what's best for the team in this situation. He had had some injury as well, Um, but uh, he could have handled that differently. There was a player who didn't like what was happening and stomped off in the middle of the season, you might recall, and then had to give uh, some apologies and uh, realized maybe that wasn't the best thing to do. And if they end up winning the national championship, that guy says, I walked off of a team right there. Right. Um, and missed all that opportunity. Uh, probably should yeah. have thought that through a little bit. Master Teague could have been one of those guys. Instead, he chose to have the same attitude that Jesus Christ had. Yeah, he does. And I even think, talking about humility, he referenced how he loves to have conversations with his team. And really, being on the team gives him uh, the opportunity to talk to so many people with so many different backgrounds, which I think is awesome. And it, it seemed, the the vibe I got from him is that he wants to be someone that they feel like they can come to genuinely and authentically and be themselves and ask questions. And he just uses those questions as a chance to share his faith, which I think is so commendable and I think is such an a great example of how we can share our faith, right? We're in positions, we're in roles, we're in um, jobs and families, we're in communities where we are given um, relationships almost naturally. And what we do with them, how we build those relationships is so important. And I think he's building relationships in a way where if people have questions about his faith or about life, they feel like they can come to him, you know? which I just think is great. And then how he ended the conversation, um, you asking about his future, his plans. And he just says, I want to do God's will. Yeah. I mean, he could say so many different things, right? Especially in the realm of sports, there could be so many different things on his mind. And I, I don't know what he would choose. Um, and I don't know if he knows what he would choose, but he wants to choose to do God's will. And yeah. I, I really love that. And that's that's sometimes really hard, again, because I have plans and ideas of what I want to yep. be God's will for my life. Right. Yeah, uh, same. And uh, in the F- Philippians chapter 2, where we were reading there earlier, uh, it says, you know, God elevated jesus christ to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all names that the name of jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue shall confess that jesus christ is lord to the glory of god the father so what master teague is saying is i want to make sure whatever happens i want to make sure god gets the glory out of my life i want his will to be done uh, because yes, I have plans. Um, well, who wouldn't want to play in the NFL? Right. You know, and sign uh, you know thirty million dollar contract, right? And have um, generation changing money for yourself and your family, right? Uh, who wouldn't want that? Um, well, if it's not in the will of God, uh, Master Teague apparently doesn't want it. Right. Right. Uh, he wants to be in the will of God. He wants to make sure that God gets the glory out of his life and situation. And that's the kind of thing. Quite frankly, one of the reasons why I love the sports and spirituality show, we get to hear from these guys and gals um, who have a heart for God, have a heart for their sport, and are going to use that to point other people 
to God the Father, Son, Jesus Christ, powered by the Holy Spirit. And so that is uh, uh, so encouraging uh, to hear a guy um, in the spirit of Jesus Christ say, I want to make sure God gets the glory uh, out of what I do. And uh, so that's why it was uh, really it was a great privilege uh, to uh, have him share here on the show today. Yeah, great interview. Lots of nuggets. It was. Well, thank you uh, for being a part of this show. I know you got to hurry up and get out there and uh, go shopping. Nope. Got to no. go celebrate Lucy's birthday. Lucy's birthday, yes. And then uh, with one eye on Lucy to make sure she's okay and one eye on the Ohio State uh, Team Up North game, right? Yes. Yes. Um, and then maybe next week um, we can uh, discuss uh, the outcome of this ball game. We and can. maybe we might have a basketball guest on next week. I don't know if it will happen or not, but we'll see. Sounds good. I'm hoping to go to the Ohio State Duke game. Uh, Coach Shashevsky is uh, his swan song, his final year of uh, coaching down at uh, Duke University, the Blue Devils down there. And he's coming to Columbus on Tuesday. And so I'm hoping to uh, connect with uh, maybe some basketball players over there. We shall see if that happens on episode 16. But this is episode 15. Uh, do you have any special numbers with 15? Any? Nope. No, nothing happens in your nope. mind there? Okay. All righty. Well, I do uh, appreciate you um, uh, solidifying the fact that I was right about uh, I your husband's number. I was right. Uh, from uh, episode 14 um, here on episode 15. It means nothing to him. <laughs> it's exactly what he said. <laughs> but then he followed it up with it meant something to him. So uh, I'm just kind of confused, and um, I will continue to be confused. Or uh, just, uh, or you can just accept the truth. <laughs> I could, but I don't want to do that because <laughs> then I lose, and I don't want to lose. So, right, right. All right, enough of that. Uh, great to have you. Uh, let's do this again next time. What do you say? Let's do it. All righty. That is Kelsey Bolt, Area Director of Young Life Lancaster and proud Bloom Carroll alum. They're yeah, playing in the state semifinals. I know. Go dogs. Yes. And their head coach's name is Wade, right? It is. Wade Bartholomew. Yeah, which my son's name is Wade. It is. How about that connection? That's cool stuff right there, and he's a great guy. Um, and, uh, yes, I'm, I'm so impressed with him, not just as a coach, uh, yeah. but as a person. Yeah, I think um, the little, the very little bit I've heard and know about him, yes, he has a great reputation and has really invested in the program at Bloom Carroll. So. Uh, no, no question about it. Uh, they were in the state semifinals last year and lost on Friday night. They play in the state semifinals again. We're going to root for them to win. We're going to broadcast them on the FairfieldCountySportsNetwork.com. You can go to the Blue Stream and check that out. Uh, and then I'm thinking they're going to be playing in the state championship, which would be super-duper cool for the Bloom Carroll Bulldog program. Yes, it would. Alongside former cheerleader for <laughs> the Bulldogs of Bloom Carroll, Kelsey Bull. And a former basketball player for Fairfield Christian <laughs> Academy, the Conquerors, not the Knights of FCA. Very confusing. But um, my name is Steve Brown. That's Kelsey Bull. And we are concluding episode 15 of the Sports and Spirituality Show, sponsored in part by the Fairfield County Sports Network. Join us next week for episode 16 of SAS.